Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purple Dinosaur Cast. Purple Dinosaur Podcast. Tyler Mine and Tony Masterson. Purple Dinosaur Cast. Purple Dinosaur Podcast. Tyler and Anthony Masterson. Welcome to the Purple Dinosaur Podcast with Anthony Masterson and Tyler Mon. Enjoy the show. Hi! As or as my son says, GG ba, GG ba, GG ba. Wow, that kid sounds dumb. <laughs> wow, I'm telling Nicole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nicole. I didn't mean it. I actually meant to text you. I got your uh, Christmas card uh, oh. a couple days ago. It's, it's lovely. And I, I had am... this whole joke planned out. Oh. I was going to take a picture of it covering up your face and just leaving Nicole and John, but it was just a picture of John. Yep. And I was going to say, uh, fixed it. If it was a picture of the three of you, but it but it wasn't. But it wasn't, and we did that for that reason, so you could not Photoshop it, because we know how much graphic design is your passion. Oh, graphic design is my passion. Um, but it but it was cute. It, it, you know, it was, it was cute. I uh, I got another couple of uh, old PDP fan uh, Christmas cards. Uh, Andrew Andrew uh, Basewanger ba- Basewanger. Uh, I still don't know how to pronounce Andrew's name. We've become like real life friends and I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, um, some friend you are. And then, uh, Rory Roth, good friend of the, uh, of the old show got his yesterday. Um, adorable. Uh, also Nate Crackman's, but I don't think he listens. I think he just, you know, uh, would <laughs> he, rather he just knows we exist. Um, yeah. but yeah, man, it's the holiday season and we welcome you into the latest edition of the purple dinosaur podcast. I'm Tyler Mon. I'm Anthony Masterson. And we have no time to waste because uh, we have so much to get to today. It is the commercials roasting on an open fire episode of the old PDP. uh, And we thank you for joining us for uh, what I will say nowadays, now that the Rockies are terrible, is our most uh, hotly anticipated show of the year every year. Yeah. Uh, I feel like why would they want to hear us talk about the Colorado Rockies? I feel like. Yeah. I feel like we've kind of run its course with the Colorado Rockies talk. We're we're positioning ourselves uh, just to smoothly and seamlessly transition into only roasting commercials. It's not going to be uh, a sidebar to these episodes anymore. It will be the entire show. I'm still mad at Kate and Holland for really just taking our bit and <laughs> just making it amazing. 
and then He's leaving so us just, at it. just crumbs. My my favorite uh, Adam Gatenallen commercial tweet is when he refers to Rob Gronkowski trying to stolen Valor car insurance in those USAA commercials. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's I, so I, good. I love how Gronk's agent is just like, hey, Gronk, listen, I got a new commercial for you. Um, he doesn't even need to hear what it is. He's listen, like, I'm in. Like, you're going to be an idiot in it, just so you know. <laughs> You're going to be the dumbest human being in the commercial. Is that like, okay hey, with you? That's a role that I am familiar with playing. <laughs> right. So I'm in. Yeah. There's um, not really a wide range of uh, emotion there with Gronk and his commercials he's ever done. No, no, not at all. He's just the, he's the happy idiot. He is the world's happiest, dumbest golden retriever, you know? Yes. Um, which it's again, it's a role that he plays yeah, and he plays well. So it's, plays it's it well. Fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we welcome you into this uh, edition of the show. We have so much to get to with uh, roasting Christmas commercials, but we do have one point of baseball business that we have to get to, and that is that uh, your Colorado Rockies somehow screwed up the John Gray thing. Big shocker. And John Gray is now a member of the Texas Rangers. Um, The probably, arguably best drafted and developed pitcher in franchise history who was like the only starting pitcher in the history of this club to say like yeah i want to be here my whole career and they yeah. somehow screwed it up uh your thoughts on this whole thing well, it's, it's not it's not somehow it's something that we all saw coming a thousand miles away and yeah. yet just, just it, like in austin powers rocky's. when and the guy's trying to is going to get smashed by the <laughs> yeah. by, by the machine by the, and by he'll the stop roller. for for five minutes while it's yes. like a hundred uh, yards away from him. <laughs> right. It's uh that is we all saw it coming. Um, it's 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 not surprising, but it is incredible that it keeps continuing to happen to this organization. Um, there was that's why when everybody talks about the Colorado Rockies uh, and how their front office works and other front offices talk about them and national media members talk about them, they all just kind of shake their head and go, yeah, what are they doing? Yeah. Like, nobody it's, knows it's, what's it's, going on with this front office. Yeah. Well, and, and, but that's even before that with Breidich or right. whomever and, and Ivette all, all the way back then, Remember it's that. always been a constant. What are they doing? Yeah. And because yeah. there's never seeming to be a plan. Nope. There, there, there's easy things that you do. If you're like in a bureaucratic sense, like, Hey, test guy qualifying offer. Because you'll get something back if he leaves in free agency. That is yep. almost just a standard thing that people do anymore. They didn't do that. And didn't do that. <laughs> hey, you got some expiring contracts on a bad team. Um, guys have some value. Maybe you you know send them off at the deadline to a contending team. Maybe you can get some team to overpay for someone like Trevor Story or someone like John Gray or someone yep. like Jorge De La Rosa. You know, way, way back when. Way back. And they don't. And they don't do it because they're they are nope. a family and they believe in loyalty, damn it. And in this day and age, loyalty and family are are more important than anything else. And then you let them walk anyway for nothing. Again, they are, nothing. A, they are a franchise that operates as though it is the 1930s. And yeah. like, well, people are supposed to be loyal and this is blah, 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 blah. We never fire anybody as a family. But it's not really um, for being a, a front officer, a franchise or an ownership group that cares strictly and solely about like real estate dealings and profits outside of baseball uh, and being ruthless in their pursuit of those things. Eh, that philosophy doesn't carry over to the baseball part. At it sure all. doesn't. <laughs> at nope. all. It's so, yeah, so they had something. a chance to they had a chance to get 
Trevor Story and get John Gray qualifying offers, get something for them. Usually, you know, draft pick compensation. Usually, someone like Bill Schmidt would be like, like, like a miserly, like, te- you know, twiddling his fingers, like, yes, draft yeah. pick compensation, yes. Yeah. And they didn't. And they didn't. That's sort of surprising. They did offer yeah. Trevor Story a qualifying offer, um, and who knows at this rate. I would say that there has uh, turned from a zero chance to a small chance that Trevor Story is back here. And it's not because Trevor Story wants to be back here, but it's because the market, well, I mean, the market's frozen right now with the lockout, but like, right. uh, you know, we can't really dive into that because it's going to be that way until after the holidays, presumably. Um, but, you know, Trevor Story's not going to Texas. They already made a signing and, and filled that spot at shortstop with Corey Seager um, and at second base with Marcus Simeon. Um, we thought that that was going to be the landing spot for him, so he's not going there. Uh, and, you know, he's not – I mean, he's a, a top five shortstop on the free agent market, but there's a lot of talent out there on the market. And uh, I, I'm not sure who is shelling out a lot of money for uh, a player who is obviously not fully healthy. Um, Trevor Story's arm has has dwindled in its um, strength, to say the least, over the last year, uh, and it's been on that downward trajectory, I think, for the last couple of years. And I mean, there were you know a couple of years ago, there was the story that well, Trevor Story's going to need uh, Tommy John surgery, and right. that kind of went away. Uh, the Rockies, you know, tried to get him through it with just rest and rehab and all of that, which can work. Um, you know, the the one guy who I remember that actually working for was Masahiro Tanaka. Uh, who? Yeah, where he he never he needed it, but never got never it. Never got it. He rested yeah, and rehabbed. It was a, tear. a partial tear of the UCL, yeah. and it got healthy enough to the point where he came back and pitched and um, and was effective. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what happens with Trevor Story, but the the fact that Trevor Story, if he walks, the Rockies will get some compensation. That's good. The fact sure. that they did not even you lose literally nothing by offering a qualifying offer to a player. Uh, but evidently the Rockies did not offer one to John Gray because if you want to believe one camp, they were close. They thought they were close to, to figuring out an extension with him, uh, or a new deal with him. If you believe another camp, it's because they were actually signed, scared that he would sign it and they didn't want to pay the $18 million or whatever it was. Uh, and they, there have been, you know, uh, apparent stories that the Rockies have stressed. Oh, we reached out, we were in touch with this camp and John Gray was like, yeah, we never heard from him. Yeah, we never heard from you guys. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's all everything's going great over there, as always. Oh yeah, no, they they definitely have everything worked out. They know what they're doing. Yeah. I think it's in good hands. Yeah. I think we're gonna we're all gonna be very surprised when yeah. baseball comes back at how competent the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> Sorry, um, I I couldn't even. Finish and that it sentence. it certainly is not something that feels like it would happen by uh, an organization handing a general manager job to a guy who's never been a general manager. It definitely does not feel at all like that. It doesn't. Or has feel ever worked like... in any, in any kind of front office capacity. Right. Not right, not even right, just right. not a general manager. Not yeah. even like he was just a scouting director. It certainly does not feel as though um, you know this is a mistake that somebody would make when they don't understand how all the mechanics work of the whole thing. Yeah. So at least that's positive. Um, so anyway, John Gray's gone. Uh, he was one of our all-time favorites here. He was a, a multi-time guest of the PDP, and we wish him all the best. I hope John Gray goes and wins a Cy Young in Texas. That'd be great. He's the best I mean, man. it won't happen, but good for him. Yeah, I'll, I'll love that guy forever. I'm glad he. I'm glad he got paid. So with all of that, a team that seems to want him. Yeah, yeah, and by a team that seems to want to actually win. 
you know, yeah. um, which again, not a thing that he was going to find here. So, uh, nope. it's, it's something that's exciting for him to go to Texas and, you know, he's going to be back closer to home and Oklahoma native and, and all of that. So good for John. Gray. Yeah, and Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon and, you know, yeah. they're, you know, they don't have a deep team anymore, but you know, God bless them for you know paying what five hundred million dollars or whatever before the lockout happened. And they've been waiting uh, to make this push this off season. The Rangers have been trying to build up that all of the uh, the coffers that they could shell out from this off season. And man, they're going for it. And uh, you know, somebody else to make that division interesting, I think, is good. Obviously, everybody wants the Angels to be successful just for Otani and Trout. Um, sure. You know, the Mariners, the the AL Rockies, except a team that actually has a bright future. They're getting there. The A's, it'll be interesting to see what the A's are now with no Bob Melvin. Um, but, uh, you know, and the, and the Astros, whatever. Uh, but it's good to see the, the Rangers diving back in. I've always had a soft spot for them ever since my, my one season working in that organization. And they're, uh, you know, a team that um, I think is going to be fun to watch, if nothing else, next year. they got a very intriguing yeah. lineup now. Absolutely. So that's that. Uh, so with all of the, the business of baseball behind us, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's move into what you came here for, and that's crushing some commercials, baby. Uh, it is the 2021 holiday season. Roast, We're recording this roast, on roast, the roast, shortest roast, day of the year. Roast, roast. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, good call. Some, some yeah. Commercials. Um, yeah, man. I So let me just start by saying I feel as though this is the leanest year in terms of holiday commercials that I just hate. Uh, Ordinarily, I, yeah. you get into a commercial break and it's like seven straight spots that just make me want to jump off of the Empire State Building. And instead, like this year, I, I don't know. I haven't seen a t- I haven't even seen a single Lexus rich people giving each other cars with red bows commercial. I've only seen that because they brought back a couple from the previous years. That's it. So I have I'm, seen... wonder, I'm wondering if like, hey guys, let's try and let's let's go right. for austerity this the, year, our, considering uh, the state of the world. <laughs> the optics of this are not great right now. Um, I have seen the commercial that I think was two years ago that we roasted with the uh, the lady and the puppy and the Chevy truck. Oh my god! Yeah, I have seen that one. Um, I, I I saw the where you know the wife gives the the husband a Fitbit. And then the husband gives her two GMC trucks. Oh, right, right, right. That one, which we also <laughs> roasted. I think that was two years ago. That like, was I two think, years ago. I think well, GMC I, they, is they just rolling out. And yeah. I don't get what they're doing. Like, have they not updated the body styles on these cars? They can just use a same spot. from. T- like, to me, someone who is obsessed with hating commercials, I would just look at that and think, like, oh, GMC hasn't updated anything since 2019. So, like, why am I yeah. going to buy this truck? Do you think that they hire people like us? To just sit in these in the focus groups and just roast these commercials. Tell us what you hate. Tell us what yeah, you tell hate. us what you hate. God, well, we should pitch oh ourselves to ad agencies in that context. <laughs> like, oh, we'll, that we'll, we'll make sure that you guys don't do something stupid. That would be my dream career. Just awesome. sit around, like get. It. I would make sure that they have you know a, a catering table, uh, and we could just get fat, crushing people's commercials. That sounds okay. outstanding. Okay. That sounds awesome, actually. Put a, put a note down for that. Um, so let's go for it. Yeah, I feel like we are lean, which means that we're going to incorporate some non-holiday commercials, but we're going to start with holiday commercials, and we're going to kick one off with one that I know you detest, which is uh, a company that is always good for a terrible holiday time commercial, and that is Old Navy, a place that employed oh, yeah. my sister for like eight years. Uh, she worked at Old Navy in high school and college. Um Old Navy has gone 
into it, and I remember you said like it's kind of surprising that nobody's done this before. They have now branded their uh, their campaign as the holidays. Which I, I cannot fathom how that's not been incorporated somewhere else yeah. for some you know you know lib whatever you know. Yeah, it's kind of surprising um, that this is right? like the first like, time that we've heard the term holidays. We are all encompassing. We right. you know right. PCU. Yeah. Um, so uh, let, let's hear it. Let's uh, let's dive into this holidays commercial here as the first one to get crushed in the 2021 edition of the PDP holiday commercials roasting on an open fire. Expecting someone else? Ho, ho, no. It's the holidays and we are all about it. However you jingle, we got your jammies. Eggnog, egg roll, you do you, boo. Lovely weather for a golf cart ride together. Or however you want to slay. Nice, nice. It's the naughty ones who make history. All of the jingle jammies, all of the gifts. Happy holidays from Old Navy. So let's hear it. Uh, give us your give us your thoughts on the holidays. Okay, so you got to give Old Navy credit because they've been doing these type of like really annoying commercials around Christmas time since like I was in high school. Oh yeah, yeah, easily. It, Remember, remember they did like the, the the Coors train, like people all over the world, join hands, start a Coors yeah. train. But they did yep. the actual song. Right, like right, Rashida right, right, Jones right. was in it before she was famous. Um, <gasps> that was a long time ago. Yeah. And, and I think two years ago was, was it the RuPaul Old Navy yes. commercials? Yes. You remember? That I believe it was two years ago. So I will give them credit for, I don't know, toning it down a bit <laughs> from that. Yeah. But so the, the phrase that all the days just bothers me um, only because I didn't think of it first and I'm mad I didn't trademark it. Um, <laughs> but also this woman's running around on the this commercial and then she gets to all her little like nieces and then tells them that it's it's not good to be nice. Yeah. Is that is that the part of that we played? Odd messaging. Like, yeah. So she's telling them like, oh, blah, blah, all the days, everybody all the days and the little nieces. And she's like. It's sometimes it pays to be naughty to yeah. the girls. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, right. we're, I mean, considering I'm, you know, we're trying to, to send a message here. We're trying to send a message of love and inclusivity. And then we're telling these little girls to be just go be nasty and people. naughty. Just we be will. nasty, nasty women. Yeah. Um, which, it's, you know. it's unfair because you can't tell little boys to be nasty, you know. They just come that way. They come pre-ordered that way. <laughs> well, boy, they they really pre-packaged, man. They really uh, do. <laughs> um, yeah, Old Navy, man. Like there is, uh, that is a company that has just built itself on the world's most annoying commercials. Like they really, yeah. I can't think of an Old Navy commercial that I was like, oh, that one was cute. You know, like they're I'm just so see. irritating. There's an Old Navy even around here. I didn't, I didn't know Old Navy still existed. Yeah, but, um, but, they actually but, just yeah. opened one on uh, Colorado Boulevard and like Florida. Um, like just south of I-20 or just north of I-25 in Colorado. And it's like a big Old Navy location. I was like, what was I did not realize that Old Navy was still in the business of like opening new stores. I, That's weird. There's so many places are opening up now. I'm like, really? Like yeah. we have a mall near my place and like a Gold's Gym is opening up. And I'm like, really? You're huh. opening up a gold, a giant Gold's Gym in a mall now? Wow. Like, really? Interesting. Um, yeah, I would not also, have uh, noticed There's a big article in the LA Times this morning about like, how the last Marie Callender's restaurant closed in wow! the Valley. Wow! 
Oh, okay. Yeah. See, that's interesting to me because uh, a couple years ago we had a DU basketball trip that got um, it turned into like a nightmare. We were trying to come back from I think it was our Thanksgiving weekend trip to Santa Clara, and like there were heavy winds in the Bay Area, and so we couldn't fly out on time we ended up being delayed like four hours and the only place that could handle uh a a group our size was a marie calendars and i was like marie calendars still exists (laughs) i had no idea and it was the worst meal i remember when i was a kid there was a marie calendars off of like I think it was off of University, uh, down near like Highlands Ranch ish. And mm-hmm. I remember we used to go there every once in a while back when, you know, it was like the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s when like chain restaurants were kind of an exciting thing. Um, totally. Yeah. And we would go there and like, you know, they had like pies and they had, you know, home style food. You can get a nice meatloaf here or whatever. Um, and I remember thinking it was good when I was five. And now, well, uh, when you have man, no palate, yeah. It is terrible. Yeah, exactly. It is terrible. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely ate multiple Thanksgiving dinners at a Black Eyed Pea. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. In, right, in, right, right. In middle school and high school growing up. So, like, I totally understand that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. The I did holidays. not know that. Did not know that yeah. about uh, Marie Callender's. Yeah, like the uh, last one. It was like this big thing. Like, like Leonard Malton was really upset about it. I don't wow. Know. What a bummer. <laughs> Who knew he was still alive? Um, <laughs> so... Uh, wow, I'm actually just uh, screwing around here on uh, on the old internet, and I just saw that uh, the Twins beat reporter, Do Young Park, was a uh, contestant on Jeopardy. And uh, how did I not know that? I hung out with that guy like all week during the All Star Game festivities, and that's very cool. Oh. Um, anyway, very okay, cool. so we got the the weirdos from Old Navy out of the way, and uh, woof, man, they are God, they're awful. Um, so let's move into one that you and I jointly hate so very much. And that is Kate McKinnon has done a raft of Verizon (sighs) commercials. Yes. And let's just take a sampling of one of the Kate McKinnon Verizon commercials. Do we have to? Okay. Smile, because this holiday Verizon is doing it better. Right now you can get iPhone 13 Pro on us. Just bring in your older damaged phone and we'll give you the phone everybody wants on America's most reliable network. On any unlimited plan. Better? Better. And everyone gets up to $1,000 when they switch. Okay, everyone say better! Better! Holiday better with Verizon. Because everyone, everyone, everyone deserves better. Shop online, in-store, or call today. I am imploring. I am imploring any director who is directing Kate McKinnon in anything to give her more direction than just... Uh, be zany yeah yeah that's it um, that's that's all anybody ever tells her very clearly yeah She's like, do do whatever you do it do it you you do you kate Kate like, McKinnon is, um, she's very much a, a mid-90s Chris Farley, Adam Sandler-ish, uh, just like you've got, you got one instrument and you play it well, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like, well, I, I like Kate McKinnon. I think she's very funny. I want someone to get more out of her. Yeah. I think Kate McKinnon would be a, she's one of those actors who would probably be just stunningly good if somebody asked her to do like a serious role, you totally. know what I mean? Like, like, she's Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig had that whole run of serious yeah, roles. She, she is, was, she she was is very good. the new model Kristen yeah. Wiig. And it's the yeah. same 
in that she does every single character on SNL. Like Saturday Night yeah. Live, oh, I don't God, know yes. why they bother announcing anybody else in that cast. Because it's just like, well, we'll put Kate in every single skit. Yeah, and, she'll, she'll uh, play men, she'll play women, she'll play like old old men. She does she'll play whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, like it's all the same. I, I very much, Kate McKinnon's one of those people who I feel uh, almost as though you can't say that you're not a fan of because she's so beloved that like yeah. people just be down your throat like what is wrong with you but she, i'm just like so over it it's the same yeah. kate mckinnon does the same thing in every single oh thing the, she's like in now. The, the tostitos commercials with her yeah, and dan levy it's the like, same character she like and it's she, obviously not a character like that's obviously just it, her it is it's her like she does like some weird scatting thing because the tostitos are spicy i'm like right. that's like that doesn't need to be in a commercial like wh right. why why was that the best take right i'm and sorry so um like <laughs> you can is, improv is, all you want but like that's the best take you got really did, is it is nbc struggling did the snl people have to take pay cuts because they're all doing commercials now like keenan uh keenan's got a commercial for like auto trader or something now yeah, like yeah, all these right. people from snl where it's like all right you don't make enough money you gotta sign on to do terrible commercials now too yeah hey man i just I like oh <laughs> uh, i uh, I don't know, man. I was very happy to see thing, that we were yeah. on the same page with this because, oh my yeah, God. It, it for a while I was like, I'm not on the Kate McKinnon bandwagon anymore, but I don't feel like I can talk about it because everyone will get mad at me. <laughs> right. um, but she just, it's so irritating. Do yeah, something different. So I think uh, I think our pal Shane Hall uh, pointed out on Twitter the other day I saw where he was told that it looks like in those commercials – because Kate McKinnon's always like slinking around, right? She, like, she, like she walks so weirdly, so weird in the commercials. So it's like she walks like she has said, a back injury, or like so she has like kidney said, stones. Someone said it looks like she just took a huge number two and realized there was no toilet paper <laughs> around, so she's just like slinking around trying to find some TP and anywhere true, she can though. possibly like, why find. Why is she walking like that? I don't she get walks it. So weird. She's just like creeping, just creeping around, like like lifting both legs at the same time. Yeah, like it's so odd. And there's like 97 of these commercials, and like none of them are any better than the others. They're just all no. the same level of crap. And granted, like Verizon's never had good commercials. Like even when they pirated or piloted the uh, "Can You Hear Me Now" guy, who then got. I'm glad I slipped the first term in. He then got pirated yeah. by Sprint. Um, like, Verizon's it. commercials always suck. But, like, these ones, God, they're so irritating. Just they, do they gotta something stop. unique, yeah. Kate McKinnon. Yeah, they, they got to stop. Ugh, not into it. Um, okay, number three. We're going back to a, a holiday uh, stalwart, and that is the folks at Peloton. Oh, boy. Twist the holiday season and joy filled the town, except for Scrooge. <laughs> with his perma-frown. <laughs> the gift of a Peloton bike did touch his soul. Riding fast, flowing proud, getting hella swole. You can do it. I'm doing it. Was Scrooge a new man? Oh, without doubt. When your workout's a joy, it's a joy to work out. Okay, Peloton. Okay. Um, it's all the time. First, it is all that. First things first. Um, last year, my best friend from college told me that I look like Brett Gilman, who stars in this uh, commercial, um, which was 
like pretty insulting because he's like <laughs> 10 years older than me. He is way balder than me. Like I'm, uh, you know, he's, I'm he's barely hanging funny, on. Though, he is very funny. funny. He is a very yeah. funny dude. Um, yeah. He's a great actor. If you're not familiar with him, he was like the brother-in-law who um, Fleabag hated in Fleabag. Um, and... <laughs> he had a very memorable cameo in The Other Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. Mark Wahlberg, where, where he tries, he chases Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg down the street, trying to get him to sleep with his wife. He's one of those dudes who, like, <laughs> if you don't know the name and then you look him up, you go, oh, yeah, that guy. Like right, he's, exactly. You know, he'll say yeah. he was in Stranger Things uh, as well. Um, like you've seen him in a lot. And he's great. Yes. But this was so he's like supposed to be Scrooge, and he like the the message is like anybody can find joy in exercising on a Peloton. Yeah, anybody can find yeah. joy it's, in this it's, it's five thousand dollar bike. Yeah, it's the Peloton treadmill now. It's no, it's no longer the bike. Oh, the I didn't even realize that. Selling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. the Peloton treadmill because Scrooge apparently, when looking out his window, apparently the thing that he hated most was seeing people jogging. Right, right. Because that's that's definitely what Dickens wrote about a lot. Right. How much right. how much Scrooge totally. hated mild exercise. Yeah, Dickens was Dickens was very anti cardio. People people yeah. don't realize they don't remember that from uh, Tale of Two Cities. The, right. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And why are all of these fucking people running what? so fast? <laughs> Like, you gotta stop jogging. Stop jogging for yourself. You only have a finite amount of of energy to spend in your entire life. They're gonna inhale all of this smog. We're in the middle of the industrial revolution. It will kill them. London fog will kill them. It's killing healthy so, people left and right. To be fair, that is probably true. Then maybe oh, he was looking out for the for the community. That could be. That could be. Stop jogging outside. It's the industrial revolution, people. <laughs> You'll that's, make carcinogens are in the air. That's Scrooge's whole thing here. He's like, I gotta exercise, but only indoors. I gotta have filtered air. Um, Scrooge is the first environmentalist. Yeah, man. Uh, Peloton just like everything about Peloton comes with an air of smarm that I just loathe. And obviously, it's because like I'm not in shape and I've never been in shape. But um, just the uh the level of like get this bike and you'll be better than everyone you know it's like yeah. mm, nah, i'm not really digging your vibe here i do love how every of their competitors now are like don't join the cult like just come <laughs> hang out with us we're, we're bowflex remember us from the 90s <laughs> oh <laughs> Nordic my God. Track, you're still a thing yeah oh, we are <laughs> yeah it is very funny how i even i think i even saw a commercial the other day for south beach like, remember the South Beach diet? Oh, I'm pretty South sure Beach that diet, I saw yeah. something the other day that was South Beach related. And uh, I was like, what? They, they, what? These people Dude, are hanging around? Rob Lowe is still pitching Atkins. Yeah, Rob Lowe's still doing the Atkins thing. And, oh, man, I can't stand Rob Lowe. Oh, I'm like, that's another one. Like, you say you don't like Rob Lowe, and people are like, what? Uh, but, yeah, not not a fan. What what's a, what about Rob Lowe that doesn't do it for you? Uh, is, his, is he too handsome? His arch conservatism doesn't do it for me. <laughs> well. Um, that and also just, like, Rob, the way his mouth moves when he talks, like, it, I can't even, like, listen to what he's saying because I'm like, how does a jaw function that way? It's, very, it's, like, offset from the rest of his face, and he, like, rarely opens his mouth up very much. He also wore an NFL hat to that game once. That's my, my favorite. <laughs> Just the NFL logo on it. Oh, it was so amazing. It was Just the, I don't even remember who the game was between, but they were Doesn't trying matter. to plug. It was, it was, it was the, the Packers' uh, NFC Championship game. Yeah, it was game, a playoff game, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, Rob Lowe. Nine one one Lone Star. Right. Exactly. There was a new show, a new Rob Lowe vehicle that they were out there plugging, and uh, they cut to Rob Lowe. Uh, the way the networks love to, where it's like, we're we're trying to promote this show, and oh, the star of it just happens to be here. Wow, um, funny. And, uh, so, yeah, and then, you know, he's just standing there wearing a generic NFL hat. Like, he, ugh, I just don't like Rob Lowe at all. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Um, I don't know how we got on that. How do we well, I, don't know. I don't know. It's okay. Um, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so there's that. Um, so, like, no, but my, I also love, too, like, they're supposed to be, like, Hey, you know, you, you use the Peloton treadmill every day. You'll get in shape, blah, blah, blah. And one of the commercials, Scrooge leaves out the window after like a montage of him working out every day from the previous Christmas. And then he leaves out the window and he yells at a kid, oh boy, what day is it? And the kid's like, August 19th. Like, Scrooge has been, all he's been doing is working out for the last eight months. And I think he's gotten fatter. Scrooge has. Yeah, it's a weird dude to be. And obviously being somebody who evidently when I have a, a big beard, I look like <laughs> you him. look just like him. Yeah. But he, he's a weird guy to cast in uh, like, here's a good looking fitness person commercial. Like right. nobody would cast me in that. God knows. So like the slightly better looking doppelganger of mine with less hair. Uh, that's a, that's a strange one. That's a strange yeah, one. To it's throw like, out you know, use, use our, tre- our $5,000 treadmill. Right. You'll get super fit. And we're going to show a commercial of a dude with just a big belly right. the entire time. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like it's, it's not as though by the end, it's not really a before and after where it's like, damn, that dude is really, Brett Gelman is ripped now. Like it's, it, yeah. it does yeah. not get to that point at like, all. Like you definitely could have you know, put some spanks on the guy or something like that to show, to show that time had passed. <laughs> just put a know? body suit like, on him. That looks like he's in shape now. Right. Uh, or, or yeah. Use a stunt double. Like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah. Like, uh, it it could have been very easy to fix that, but instead God. they chose to go the other way. They're terrible. Um, okay. Now we arrive at one that the more I see it, the more I detest it. And it's from a company that I don't believe I have ever seen advertise on TV before. Uh, and evidently they changed their name. They used to be Sierra trading post and now it's just no! Sierra. Okay. Because um, the trading post was racist. Apparently yeah, it was, I, I don't you know, know I'm like guessing. back in the day there were, I think one of the <laughs> things was, you know, when you hear a company named Sierra trading post, you think like, Oh, they probably sell like mixed nuts and I can get cases of water oh, there or something. They're just like an outdoor gear outfitter. It sell leather things. Right, exactly. Like cowboy oh, boots. Here's yeah, a place yeah. where I can uh, I can get a new saddlebag. Like, eh, well, okay, uh, but really they're just like a they're like a knockoff REI. Um, yeah. So I'm a, I'm gonna run you through my reaction to this commercial. Yeah, Cause first this I is want... one that, that, yeah, that I had not seen. Yeah. I had to send and it to you. You showed it to me and I was like, Oh boy. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's from, uh, the folks at Sierra, the artist formerly known as Sierra trading post. I want to get Steve a gift that'll get him out of the house, but what? Save big on fitness watches at Sierra. Oh, that's great. But maybe something that'll keep him out for a little longer. Cycling gear for less at Sierra. And by longer, I mean forever. Ah. Books about living permanently in a van now at Sierra. And everything you need to actually live permanently in a van. Let's get moving. Beat it, Steve. So there's a lot to unpack in this commercial uh, in the parlance of our times or in the parlance of like 2010 when people said there's a lot to unpack. 
Um, yeah. Okay, so there's this woman who I think is just beautiful. I've never seen her like in anything other than these than commercials. Um, but she is just lovely, this lady. And I feel yeah. like I haven't seen her in commercials for a long time. And then I saw her and I was like, oh, I remember that actually. She's great. Um, she starts this holiday commercial wondering, you know, what she's going to get for this dude, Steve. Yeah. Uh, and a voice comes over and suggests, well, you can get him a fitness watch. And then it appears in her hand. And she, you know, doesn't want that. And she then wants something else. And then they suggest cycling gear. And then she says, and, and this is all about trying to get Steve out of the house. And then right. she just like, drops you know. all the pretense and says, how about something like forever? So this commercial is, it is a holiday commercial that is based on this woman passive aggressively wanting her partner to disappear from her life. That is the holiday commercial that the folks at Sierra wanted to put out there. The message they wanted to send, like, if you're trying to get a breakup accomplished without actually just confronting the bad qualities in your relationship and ending it, why don't you suggest that your partner goes and lives in a van permanently away from you that's the holiday message that they sent and then the capper of all of it is that the voice from the entire commercial they cut into a sierra store and standing there outfitted as though he's just come back from a backpacking trip uh in the the you know in yellowstone it's david spade <laughs> of, of all of people. all people like, david spade it was such a roller coaster in that commercial when you showed it to me. <laughs> That's the thing. There's so much going on in that commercial that I'm just like, wait a minute. What? What is happening here? So much of the storyline I struggle to process anyway, where it's like, okay, well, this lady hates her husband or her boyfriend or her partner, whatever the guy is. Um, she wants to get him out of the house. At first, it's like, okay, that's kind of sweet. Maybe this dude's been going through. Maybe he lost his job. Due to COVID. Yeah, you know, COVID's tough on everyone. He's yeah. been struggling. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. he's, you know, he's sitting on the couch watching TV, and she thinks, like, all right, it's time to get him back out there in the world. I need something to get him out of the house. Okay, so get this fitness watch. Oh, okay. No, I really meant longer than that. Okay, well, what uh, What if you got him a bike? No, I mean, I want him out of my life forever. How do we go <laughs> from, like, gotta get this guy out of the house to I never want to see him again? And how yeah, is that I, supposed to be like a healthy holiday message? My, my first reaction to this was, Jesus, just get divorced, Steve. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you texted me. Um, and like, then, like, clearly, it's not a healthy relationship. No, it's a very toxic interaction between these two. Um, yes. But then on top of all of it, something about David Spade being in it. Just caps. It would have been a weird ass commercial if they had just cut to like some lumberjack standing in there, or the the guy that like super good looking dude who used to be in the Old Spice commercials, and now he's in like the Freeform Twenty Five Days of Christmas commercials. If they had cut to that guy, and he's got like you know a Patagonia vest and a flannel on and his beanie, and he's getting ready to go out <laughs> yeah. on a Christmas Day hike, like that would have made sense. It's like okay, here's a commercial actor in a commercial and whatever. The fact that it's David Spade, oh, it, it, it's the least outdoors person of all time. Exactly. That's the thing that baffles me about. And I actually looked up to see where David Spade is from. He's from Michigan, evidently, uh, originally. But I have never thought to myself, like, you know, as a guy who I bet gets down with a good fly fishing rod, David Spade. Like, he just does not strike me at all. It's almost as though the folks in Sierra, they went to like a, like a, 
a celebrity booking, you know, like in that I think you should leave episode oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. where you can book the celebrity impersonators. It's like they went to a celebrity booking company and they were like, we have this much money. And they were like, OK, well, that gets you to the tier of David Spade. And they're well, like, and, and, okay, let's and go and for at it. that price point, he is allowed to hit. <laughs> David Spade can hit anyone who wants. David Spade was walking around that Sierra just smacking people in the head. Um, yeah, and the other thing about it is, like, a commercial is supposed to take you, uh, away, you know, much like a movie or a TV show or whatever, supposed to take you away from reality for a moment. Something about that commercial makes me just envision David Spade standing in a sound booth recording, like, cycling gear at Sierra. And I don't know what it is, but it just like I'm very aware of the fact that I'm watching a commercial rather than like, oh, this is a 30 second package that's supposed to make me want to shop at this store. I just think about all of the elements of that commercial that I hate and that the overriding message of that commercial is this Christmas break up with your partner in the most (laughs) dickish, passive aggressive way possible. But, and at but, the end, when David Spade but, goes, beat but it, send Steve. him off with a yeah, but send him off with a Fitbit. Right, exactly. That's a parting gift. And at the end, when when David Spade goes, beat it, Steve. I'm like, is is David Spade trying to sleep with a woman in this commercial? Yes, what? but also, like, what did Steve do? I don't know. I don't know. She seems to just be very mad at Steve for sitting around the house. Which, like, yeah, I get it. It's you know that can be annoying. But man, that is harsh. This woman just yeah, goes like, after Steve. Steve just seems like he's just there minding his own business. I don't know. And Steve, like, at first, he, you know, the book pops up in his hand, and he, like, looks at it, and he's smiling, and then he kind of frowns, and then he turns around, and the final line of the voiceover is like, and all the gear you need to live permanently in a van. She's literally trying to make this dude just go nomad land, throw away his entire life, and live out of a van because she can't just say to him, like, Steve, I don't think this is working anymore. Just be honest with Steve. What did Steve do to deserve this? You're going to go off and hang out with David Spade now because Steve was watching too many, you know, reruns of uh, Sex in the City? <laughs> I'm assuming. I don't know uh, yeah. why I grabbed that show of all shows. Maybe Steve loves it. Well, speaking of Peloton, yeah. That's why. <laughs> Man, I yeah. just... Whoa. Like, the, the most outside David Spade has ever been is like when he wore cargo shorts. <laughs> Or or when he got the the deer through his windshield in in a Tommy Boy. Wasn't uh, wasn't David Spade in uh, like what was that movie called? Like Up a Creek, uh, something. Uh, The the Matthew Lillard movie. Yeah. Was he in that? In that? Was he? I I don't know. He was in okay. What he's known for on IMDb is obviously Tommy Boy, uh, Joe Dirt, obviously The Benchwarmers, which I totally forgot about. Um, yeah, maybe he wasn't, uh, okay. Grandma's boy. Uh, oh, he was in grown ups. I think I'm thinking of grown ups when he, was oh, of course. That. Yeah. Grown ups. Right. We're, right, we, right. we were all thinking of grown ups. He was sitting in, uh, he was sitting in a pool. That's the most, uh, that's the most outdoorsy that David Spade has ever been. Yeah, man. I don't, uh, I, I do not get it. I do not get that one. He also evidently yeah. played General George Custer in a movie titled The Ridiculous Six. Uh, that was him, Adam That's Sandler, Sam Terry Crews, yeah. what? Yeah. Rob Schneider. Uh, what, yeah, let's see the, what this got. That was um, one of the ones where um, Netflix gave Sandler like six movies. Right, 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 right. right, right. Whatever you, like, want you can just them. make whatever yeah. you want. Evidently, yeah. Vanilla Ice is in this movie. Sure. Um, yeah. Wowzers. Okay, that is incredible. Um, I believe it. 
So, yeah, that, if you would have, oh, it has 4.8 stars on IMDb. (laughs) Out of 20. Yeah, right. Um, If you would have given me, uh, uh, you know, if you would have named a thousand companies uh, and Sierra Trading Post was in them as far as the highest odds to have a holiday commercial, that would be the one that pissed you off most. I probably would have ranked them near the bottom. I think I would have been I, like, I've never I'm even seen a commercial from this company. Very surprised that we got to this point with Sierra. Oh, man. <clears throat> Something about it. There's would just so many that, layers to it. Would you say that Sierra missed the mark oh, with their holiday commercial? God. <laughs> he's a dad, and he just jumped right into the dad jokes, folks. Oh, folks. God. Um, I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh, man. Um, okay. Great. So now we're we're taking a step away from the holidays to a commercial that has come out around the holidays. But hey, man, diarrhea is a year-round thing. And so Taco Bell has a new set of spots out that are uh, – they pissed off a lot of our followers. We got a lot it's of true. suggestions. We got a lot of them, yeah. Yeah. Now we're like, you got to go after those Taco Bell gong commercials. Um, so let, let's let's hear from uh, from the folks at Taco Bell. seen these but if you haven't the the concept behind these spots is two folks are like falling for each other whatever we played the one where there are two kids in the subway and they're dressed up presumably to go to the same larping thing they've got like horns and shields and shit i don't know um They stand on a subway platform, uh, they look at each other, and, like, their eyes lock, and the guy gives, like, a shrug, and they're obviously going to go talk to each other. And then this Taco Bell gong comes out of nowhere, and the girl freezes as though she hit a wall, and she just turns around and walks out and goes to Taco Bell. So, so it's mind like, control. It, yeah, yeah, it's a mind control. These people are all Taco Bell Manchurian candidates. Yes. Like, why don't you pass the time by playing a bit of solitaire? But instead, it's just the Taco Bell bell song sound. And these people then, like, feel the desperate need to go get, like, a Crunchwrap Supreme and spend the rest of the night on the toilet. Yes. Uh, the, the other one is a, a couple canoodling on the beach. On the beach? Like, ab- like ab- about to really just get disgusting yeah, with each gonna other. Yeah, they're going to get so sandy. Yeah, and then... The gong happens, and then they go get more disgusting yeah. at Taco Bell. Yeah, the girl gets up and walks away. So that was the first one that I saw, and I thought that it was – so there's a buoy in that commercial, and I thought to myself, like, did the does the buoy have a bell in it that sounds like the Taco Bell bell? What what the hell is happening here? And then oh, it just cuts to her, yeah, like, walking – The ships are coming in, yeah. Yeah, and it just cuts to her, like, walking into a Taco Bell. And so many of the suggestions from our, uh, our loyal uh, friends and followers – is like, why don't you just ask the other person to go to Taco Bell with you? Uh, yeah. Especially like, like hey. this meet cute yeah. in the subway. Like, that's an adorable story for those two nerds. Like, they're down there dressed up. They're going to like a, a fantasy role-playing thing where they're all going to go stand in the woods with plastic swords and whatever the hell those people do. But like, th- th- that's adorable. Just skip the event. Go to Taco Bell together. But it's like this hypnosis mind control thing where Taco Bell, have we ruled out the possibility that the vaccines are to make us all hear the Taco Bell gong sound that, yep. and then go get a seven-layer burrito. 
I have heard gongs more often since I got boosted. So yeah, see, it's true. Stay but I, I'm in a Taco Bell, Stay so woke, maybe it's not working. The more maybe we're talking got... about this, the more I'm like, I can go for Taco Bell today. <laughs> so, like, but also, Taco Bell must know that it's something that you alone. Yeah, you that don't is true. do that with another person, Taco Bell knows... especially when you want to get maybe intimate with. Taco you know, Bell knows know. that the shame is at a level where you can't just ask another person, like, hey, I know we're just meeting, but do you want to go right now to Taco Bell and then spend the rest of the night trying to hide our farts from each other? Yeah, so, like, you don't want to have somebody that you like <laughs> hear you order a grilled cheese double-stuffed steak taco burrito. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. right, right. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm with you. Um, and it enrages me so much. I, I uh, think that's, I, I think Taco Bell is trying to protect us here. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. Cause um, they, they know, they, listen, they know who they are at this point. Yeah. Taco Bell. It's I do appreciate that. that Taco Bell's just kind of leaned into it. You know, like Chipotle after like the norovirus thing, um, Chipotle for a while was like all about like, hey, look at how great we actually are, and uh, hey, it's real food. Yeah, everything's everything's clean, <laughs> no norovirus, and organic, either. and whatever. Yeah. And uh, Taco Bell's just like, whatever, man. Like you're yeah. you're gonna get us at three in the morning, and we don't give a shit. Yeah, like, it's like, it's like, listen, guys, COVID, it's it's around. It's gonna be around. Like, just just have a burrito, man. Right, right. Like just 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 get, just just get a crunch burrito. Drown your you know? sorrows. What yeah. do you care? Taco Bell, though, I will say, um, you're alone again on Christmas. Taco Bell's <laughs> open. You know, <laughs> like the hierarchy of my of fast food places, national fast food. Taco Bell's high up there for me. Like it's uh, Taco Bell is certainly better than like Burger King. Um, yeah, I would put, last time I've had Taco Bell. Like. See, I would put Taco Bell on par in my own personal taste, and I know people yell at us and get mad. I would put Taco Bell on par or above McDonald's. Like if I am in That's a, fair. yeah, if no, I, I got that. If I'm in a collection of fast food places, and there's like a Wendy's, a Taco Bell, a McDonald's, and a Burger King, Wendy's and Taco Bell are my two, my top two. I'm not going well, Wendy's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've always been a big Wendy's guy. Um, uh, I'm excited. I, I'm going back to Wyoming tomorrow. So ah, I can so Taco, you get Taco John's. Uh-huh. Your fave. Every time I pass very, the Taco John's, I think like I'm very gonna, excited. I should get some potato Olays for Anthony. Yep. Um, in your no, uh, in your honor. It, it still won't be as good as the time my wife, when I was dating her, went to Iowa to visit her friend and literally brought home. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> like Taco John's on the plane from Iowa that. to Los Angeles. Adorable. Adorable. Oh, um, okay. We have like three more. One that I honestly can't believe we left until this late. Um, but one of the reasons that we left it to this late and that I cannot uh, convey my anger about enough is the fact that there is no verbal component to this commercial. So there's no point in even playing the audio really. But it's the Apple commercial with the kid in the snowman. Oh, yeah. And I am concerned about this child's mental well-being. Okay, so here's the premise of the commercial. So there are, there are three snowmen sitting, or snow women, or snow children, who whatever they are. Please, it is 2021, almost 2022. They're sitting in the front yard of this house. And a kid, uh, a young hooligan, a young uh, rascal, walks up and he starts kicking the snowmen over, right? So he kicks over one, and then he kicks over the next. 
And then he comes to the third. The o Literally the only thing that I like about this commercial that I think is clever is that they cut to the third snow person, the small one, and the little snowman's got a got like a bead of melting water dripping down the side of its face as though it's sweating because it knows that this child is coming to kill it. Um, but I think it's at least creative. And then this little girl runs out and she stops what we learn is her older brother from kicking over the snowman. First of all, this is not a healthy family situation. Clearly what is not. with this kid that he's this angry that he's kicking over snowmen in the front yard? Okay, so that's a whole other dissection that we that we could have, but we'll we'll leave. We'll table. We'll put a pin in it. Sure. Um so the girl then scoops up the snowman and she takes it inside. <sighs> she clears everything out of the freezer and she puts that snowman in the freezer. Right. And then we have this like time lapse, this montage, just like various points throughout the year where she's checking on the snowman in the freezer. Let me tell you the thing that I hate the most about it is that at one point she has the, the snowman. Well, that one, too. That's what I hate secondary. But at yeah. one point she has the snowman in a cooler on a camping trip. Her family is out in the woods. She took the snowman and put it in a cooler and brought it with them on a camping trip rather than leaving it in the plugged in and electrified freezer where it will presumably stay frozen. She, this like a little lunatic wanted to keep an eye on the snowman so closely that she took it with them on a camping trip. If I was going to take kids on a camping trip, and one of them said to me, like, can we put the snowman in the cooler? I'd be like, what the hell's no, wrong with you? no, of course. We absolutely can. We have to not food. What do you, what yeah. kind of lunatic are you? And yeah. then, yeah, the what next scene for the last nine years, <laughs> the next scene. Yeah. The power goes out and she sleeps on the counter. First, she like wraps tape around the yeah. freezer, evidently to like keep it closed more Which, securely. By the way, it's, it's going to be fine. It'll be fine. Just don't up the freezer right unless it's like 1964 it's okay. and the power yeah. isn't going to come back for a week like the freezer will keep the snowman cold as long as you don't open the freezer that's the whole point of a seal on a freezer door it's what she can't do and she can't she not sleeps on the counter which like th like that's a serious if i had a child who was like the power's out i have to sleep on the counter to make sure the snowman doesn't like, melt i'd be like, what like is nope wrong with this kid is this kid like what happened to this child? <laughs> so then the so commercial... I, 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 you know, I'd be calling boarding schools. Yeah! Like, All right, like oh man, we gotta get this kid some serious help. So the yeah. commercial's climax then is they get to fall or winter or whatever, and this little girl goes out with her mom, her dad, and the brother who murdered the first two snowmen, and she sets the snowman down on the ground, and that's supposed to be the triumphant moment of the commercial... And then, completely needlessly, some other bandit whose face we never see <laughs> rides by and just crushes the snowman with his bicycle. And the little girl's face is like she is ready to just lose it. Like she, the facial expression on this kid, this, this tiny little actor, fantastic work. Um, oh, yeah. yeah but job. her face just turns to like murderous rage. And it like surprises me. You would th the only logical extension of that commercial 
is that she hides out in the yard for the next however long it takes until the kid rides by on his bike again, and then she just attacks him and brutally kills him. That's the only extension of this commercial That'd that makes cool. sense. Yeah. That one, there, there's a lot going on. Normally, Apple makes commercials, and you're like, oh, that's cute. And that's also, like, what, what part of that was selling Apple? No, I have no idea. No idea. Like, I don't even nothing, know if there's, there's an Apple commercial there, but... in or an Apple product in that commercial. I don't think there is. Yeah. It's, it's not even like, like if Apple was making freezers, let's just say. Nope. And it's not. something That's like not what that was for. Like the the commercial tagline is something like, "Here's to the ones we've waited all year to be with," or something like that. And it's like, yeah, yeah. The, so like so they get killed in the end. Like, is that what yeah. you're trying to to convey? Well, I I don't. I, I mean, listen, I I, I, I know. Like Omicron's not exactly like as deadly, but you know it's still a thing. Right. You know, maybe I don't know. Right. Um, I, I think it's a commercial for the Omicron variant. Evidently, the commercial is called uh, "Saving Simon," and it. Boy, is, I, I I hate that. Oh I hate that way more. My now. God, there is a an uncut version of this commercial on uh, YouTube that is three minutes long. And Absolutely. it was directed by an Oscar nominee named Jason Reitman. Uh, what on earth? I guess the thing they're trying to sell is that the commercial was shot on an iPhone. Wow. Um, Who cares? <laughs> that is a stretch. A. B. I don't think it says that in the commercial that airs on TV. No. And C. If you're going to make a three-minute short story and distill it down to those 30 seconds, what could this extended cut be? I'm not going to waste three saying. minutes of my life watching it, but holy yes, like, cow. I, listen, I watch a lot of like, cooking shows with my wife and everything, like Holiday Baking Championship and all that kind of sure. stuff. Like, they, they, they boil that show down to like 42 minutes. Some of those, those like the final... You know, a uh, contest. That's a, a five hours to bake a cake. Five hours of footage you have. Good you got to boil it down to like a twelve-minute part of this final episode. It's like, dude, like the editors for the shows like that have to be out of their goddamn minds. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That seems your volume of footage you get. Yeah, that seems like an so absolutely terrible task. To so be something assigned. like this too, exactly. Like it's gonna be awful. Something like this too. Like really, the, this this was the best you got. Woof. Really. Woof. Um, all right. There's a couple more that I just want to touch on real quick. There's a Hertz commercial that basically just admits that Tom Brady is either a robot or he's on PEDs, uh, where he like, he plugs himself in at a Hertz location. And the woman who works for Hertz in the commercial is just like a terrible overactor. Um, that one's awful. It's not a holiday Hertz, commercial, but it's well, awful. Hertz has definitely done really well with their NFL celebrities in the past. Oh, yeah. With their spokesman, so. yeah, absolutely. Hertz is, uh, yeah. they've got a, they've got an impregnable, uh, history of choosing, uh, they're, they're NFL <laughs> spokespeople. Um, also, like, is Tom Brady not making enough money? He's in every commercial on TV. He and Gronk now, it's like they got back together and they were like, I don't know, just take every commercial that you get offered. He's like I mean, in that. I mean, he's in Subway. This dude doesn't even drink water, but, like, he's in, you know, he thinks that, like, strawberries cure Ebola, but, like, he's in this commercial for, like, what? Well, he's got, got those nanobubbles, man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Remember also, that Russell Wilson nano yeah, bubbles. Russell Wilson keep from a, getting concussions. What a fascinating dude! Uh, and yeah. by fascinating, I mean a boring dork. Um, yes. The the Facebook commercial with the the tweens who are like very obviously on mushrooms in a museum looking at art uh, is just like such a bald face. It's like when the NFL started realizing that like parents were not letting their kids play football, so every NFL commercial included kids from then on. This is like Facebook so blindly attempting. 
to get anyone under the age of 65 who does nothing but read and bitch about politics on Facebook back onto their site. It's like, I don't think this commercial with like a talking painted tiger, I don't think that's going to make Gen Z flock back to this garbage website, Zuckerberg. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that was, (laughs) it doesn't even showcase anything about the website whatsoever. It's just like them with like, paintings talking to them because right. they're on LSD and just right. like jamming out to it. <laughs> exactly. Very and, odd. And uh, like the, the fact that Facebook is advertising on TV, who are you targeting there? Like uh, the kids who are question. watching that, they're very aware of Facebook and they fucking hate it. Just like the rest yeah. of us. Like, I don't really get the thought process behind the advertising people at Facebook being like, you know what? I bet I'll get this ki- these kids back in. Let's just give them a commercial where it looks like they're all on acid. That'll, that'll, yeah. that'll bring that just, whole generation flock back. Head bobbing and techno. Head yeah. bobbing and techno. Oh, so that that one I hate. Um, okay, the last one that we're gonna end on is one that you tweeted about recently, which is the triple treat box pizza hut commercial oh, with Craig God. Robinson. And we are oh. going to hear this one because I think it was a very astute point. Um this seems just very hurried and rushed yes. and put together. And yeah. we'll explain why uh, yeah. after we listen to it. On any day in December, Pizza Hut can give to you five breadsticks. For my triple treat, three layers deep, ten cinnabon mini rolls to eat, and the pizza plus another pizza. It's a pizza miracle! The triple treat box only from Pizza Hut. No one else pizzas the hut. I They, they are giving... Craig Robinson, the Kate McKinnon treatment now. Yeah. Craig Robinson, he's in everything now. Good for him. Like, great. Yeah, I think he's very funny. You put him in anything, and they just go, hey, you can kind of sing, right? And he's like, yeah, I can kind of sing. And everything he does now, it's like, all right, he's just like kind of singing. Yeah. Like, kind of making some stuff up. Sort of singing. Doesn't really make sense. Just the same stuff in, in the gain commercials, where it's like the flash dance thing. Like, I'm a gainiac, gainiac, check my drawers. Like, dude, <laughs> like, listen, man, like... <laughs> I want someone to write things for him. I don't want him to improv. I, if he's improving that, I don't like it. And if someone's writing it for him, they should not be in the business anymore. Yeah. yeah. Because it, really, like, he didn't even try to fit any kind of syllable structure, any kind of reference to the original song itself. It's it's all just completely what comes to the top of his head. It makes no sense. It's scatterbrained. It totally yeah. is. Yeah. And it, uh, it doesn't – it's not interesting I, I want my Pizza Hut commercials to to enrapture me. I want to want to be there in the moment with Craig and the Christmas tree and the triple treat box. And I'm not lose yourself. I want to lose myself exactly. in the triple treat box, and right. I'm not like. And he's he's just shoving syllables in there like Sounds he's like trying to get. Spade. No, like he's trying to get a sleeping bag back into like the, the carrying case, <laughs> you know. Right into the stuff sack. You yeah. can't get it to fit. No, but you're, yeah, your point is, you, the tweet that you posted is, uh, quote, Craig Robinson didn't even try to make the lyrics fit in his triple treat box Pizza Hut commercial. Um, and that's it. Like, not only do the lyrics not fit, they don't rhyme. They're, like, no. nonsensical. It's ju- it's just, like, a vaguely spoken word poem about the triple treat box from Pizza Hut that's, like, kind of holiday-ish. Yeah, I, I really hate the with the pizza and another pizza. Like, <laughs> dude, oh my god! 
Oh, what? Oh, it's like, what are we doing here, man? It's awful. We really have just entered an age where I think uh, it's like, you know, we've both been broadcasters for quite some time. It's similar to when you tell somebody like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a baseball play-by-play. And they go, give me your home run call. Exactly. Like, that's oh, that's God, not really how that. it works. Uh, and we really, I feel like we're in an era where commercial directors just hire, you know, funny or vaguely funny actors. And they're like, be funny. Like, yep. what? It's like, oh, oh, you're, oh, you're a funny man? Tell me a joke, funny man. <laughs> Let's hear some jokes, court jester. Oh, God. Woof. Um, yeah, it's all terrible. It's all it terrible. Is. Everything's bad. Nothing is good. Yeah, everything's and, bad again. Uh, yeah. Know, that's uh, that's the way the world goes. Uh, yeah. But, man, we got some good ones in. We got yeah. some good ones I, Considering, I think, that there it was a lesser year for the commercial, I think we did, we did okay. Yeah. Yeah, we did, um, by the way, get a response from uh, a longtime buddy of mine, Pat Kelly, uh, when we tweeted out uh, to get solicitations for this commercial. Evidently, there is a December to Remember Lexus commercial this year, um, but, you know, they're, like, they're garbage. If I don't remember it, then it didn't do its job. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I would have hated that's it. That's true. That is true. Uh, and then we got another reply from a good buddy of ours, Colin, uh, who said, so glad Lexus didn't disappoint us this year. So there are many people who are on the uh, on the same wavelength as us who just haven't yeah. even seen uh, a Lexus commercial this year. So kudos to the good folks at Lexus. It's probably the only time that you will be off the roast list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holidays. I have faith you'll be back here next year. Don't yeah, worry. I think we'll in 2022. There is no doubt in my mind. Um, so, hey, that'll do it. Uh, for the 2021 edition of the holiday commercials roasting on an open fire, it makes us all feel so warm yeah. and lovely inside. Uh, what are you all doing? You're going to you're going to Wyoming. Yeah, we fly to Wyoming tomorrow, so Fun. I'm uh yeah with, with the baby and all that. We got to get up early and take him on two flights and uh yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. Where do you go not, through here? Uh, Phoenix actually. Oh, Phoenix. Um, Interesting. This time. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot odd because uh, American is a Phoenix hub, and that was right. Uh, the route they took us i guess so gotcha. um gotcha. it's gonna be fine we have like a three-hour layover in phoenix tomorrow which is gonna suck but yeah. uh on the on the way back we have 35 minutes so oh that'll be interesting gonna guess we're not gonna make that one but at the very least nicole's family lives there so we can go yeah, stay the night good. if we have to yeah that's good um well fun man enjoy it. yeah how about you um so i was supposed to go to new york uh spend it with my sister and and her husband and kids um, and over the last couple of weeks, it's just been like, man, I don't know if that's worth the risk. Um, so I decided against it. Uh, my mom and dad are still going to go to New York, but essentially, you know, I mean, we work in live events. Uh, I'm a, I'm a freelancer. I do have health insurance through the MLB job, but like, I don't really have just a bunch of sick time I can take. And if I were to somehow get, uh, you know, Omicron or Delta or Zeta or, uh, blah, 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 blah. Like they're they're just, working their way down, down the Greek side, okay? They so are, we're darling. right now, so, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm just I'm just screwed if I get it. So uh, I decided to stick around here. I canceled uh, canceled my flight. Uh, but I got a very cool uh, cabin up near Walden, Colorado. And yeah. uh, I'm, taking, I'm taking the dog uh, and my dad's dog, actually. Just the three of us. And I'm actually, like, very excited for it. Uh, I was texting with uh, Nate Crackman, our, our good pal, about it. And Nate goes, that cabin looks awesome. There are some serious Hateful Eight vibes in that cabin. Oh, yeah, so, dude. Yeah. I'm very excited. Um, so so is, cool, is, this like, is, is this going to be like a shining thing? Yeah, like, you probably. Know, like, all, like all work and no play, make Tyler a dull boy. Yeah, or like... I'm just going to – there will be like a weird snowy maze that I get lost and end up frozen and dead in. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. 
can't wait to die cold and alone on Christmas Day. It's terrific. I can't wait. Um, But uh, from all of us here at the PDP, meaning both of us, to all of you tuned in, like all five of you, um, we love you and uh, thank you for uh, another fun year, for the most part, of, uh, you know, talking about a terrible baseball team and terrible commercials. And, um, enjoy the holidays whatever you celebrate if you're a festivist person uh we're a couple days away i was in festivist is coming up right yeah i gotta i gotta break out the poll uh i yeah. got it i haven't put it up yet um if you're a christmas person if you're uh you know if you already celebrated hanukkah whatever you got coming up uh the happiest of those to you happy new year as well uh we probably won't talk to you until there's some lockout news that type of stuff but uh yeah that'll do it yeah yeah Thanks for thanks for chilling. Have happy us. holidays, everybody. Yeah, happy holidays, everybody. He's Anthony. I'm Tyler. We'll talk to you next time. Love you. Bye. Bye. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.